Blog Talk Radio. I looked when he broke the sixth seal, and there was a great earthquake. And the sun became black as sackcloth made of hair, and the whole moon became like blood. And the stars of the sky fell to the earth, as a fig cast its unripe figs when shaken by a great wind. The sky was split, a sp- split, split apart like a scroll when it is rolled up. And every mountain and island were moved out of their places. Then the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the commanders, and the rich and the strong, and every slave and free man hid themselves in the caves among the rocks and the mountains. And they said to the mountains and to the rocks, Fall on us, and hide us from the presence of him who sits on the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb. For the great day of their wrath has come, and who is able to stand? Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the program. I am your host, Jomi Zidla. It is good to be with you. It's been a while since I've done one of these. Um, as always, I am honored to be a part of Brother Matthew Miller's ministry according to the scripture, and, oh goodness, it just left my mind, <laughs> the end time tribune, oh my goodness, I always love that, I can see the, I can see that, that picture of it, and, and the, uh, oh brother, all right, well I just ruined the, uh, the whole mood there, didn't I, uh, leave it to me, anyways, I hope you are doing well. I hope you are brought into remembrance. As soon as I started reading that, you knew that I was in, well, the book of Revelation. So, why would we start there? Well, why not? When he commands it, that's what we do, isn't it? So, as we are building our arcs, this is one of those things, the... the where does the rubber meet the road? Where, where's the, well, I guess the good stuff or the 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 exciting stuff. You know, even though the Book of Revelation to me starts out quite exciting. You know, we I guess as as guys or even as our minds have been uh, conditioned. You know, you look in a movie, you look for those exciting scenes. And and trust me, you will not be disappointed by this whatsoever. Um, What God is going to do here now. This also, this I like how this destroys any idea that the Lord Jesus Christ is coming back 
first. He puts it in perfect chronological order here in 616. And they said to the mountains and the rocks, fall on us and hide us from the presence of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. Two days. First day, God the Father stands up. He rides a swift cloud and he, well, this is the sixth seal event. For the great day of their wrath has come. And who is able to stand? Well, hopefully if you are, if you've been busy and you've been building your ark, well, that will be you. That you will, well, be given your hinds feet or your hinds legs and you will be able to walk in your high places so that is our hope on this day but there is more this is interesting here because he starts out with something um, every mountain and every island were moved out of their places now uh, it seems that when others look at this particular verse here that you know there's it's it's almost reminds me of some that teach the flood was just a partial flood um it's it's almost as though we we have this understanding or this idea that god really didn't do that he just did a partial flood and and he just gave him something to think about he gave him a, a spanking on the butt and he just gave him a little something to think about no he said the entirety of the earth was flooded um, this is why, you know, archaeologically we can absolutely prove this uh, when you find, well, seashells on top of mountains. Um, and not to mention that the earth, well, changed dramatically. And we, I know we talked about this in the previous episodes, but I, I feel like I have to keep, well, hammering on this, uh, on this particular nail. <laughs> This is arc building after all, so let's hammer away, shall we? Let's go and look at something here. Give me one second to get over it. I've got so many tabs open. Uh, give me one second. We'll cruise over there. And All right, let's cruise over. And you can read along with me in Isaiah, the 24th chapter. And I'm going to be reading out of the NASB, of course. Behold, the Lord lays the earth waste, devastates it, distorts its surface, and scatters its inhabitants. And the people will be like the priest, and the servant like his master, and the maid like her mistress, the buyer like the seller, and the lender like the borrower, the creditor like the debtor. The earth will be completely laid waste and completely despoiled. For the Lord has spoken this word. The earth mourns and withers. The world fades and withers. He, the exalted of the people of the earth, fade away. The earth is also polluted by its inhabitants, for they have transgressed laws, violated statutes, broke the everlasting covenant. Therefore, a curse devours the earth, and those who live in it are held guilty. Therefore, the inhabitants of the earth 
are burned and few men are left. Oh, goodness. And this goes on. I We might read uh, a little bit more of this, but I, I'm going to stop right there for right now. Um, let's go back to the sixth seal. Uh, something that should sound familiar. Then the kings of the earth and the great men and the commanders and the rich and the strong and the and every slave and free man hid themselves in the caves and among the rocks and the mountains. And they said to the mountains and the rocks, Fall on us and hide us from the presence of him who sits on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb for the great day of their wrath has come. And who is able to stand? Does that sound familiar at all? Let's go back and look at that again. And the people, behold, the Lord lays the earth waste, devastates it, distorts its surface, and scatters its inhabitants. And the people will be like the priest, the servant like his master, and the maid like her mistress, the borrower like the seller, the lender like the borrower, and the creditor like the debtor. All right, he just destroyed so many false teachings right here. It's unreal. Um, what do I mean by that? Well, there is several going around that, um, oh goodness, one of them is uh, that the mark will be a, uh, well, he, he's, what, what do they say? The mark of the beast will be like uh, uh, a chip, a microchip. That's, he just told you that's physically impossible. Um, let's go back and, and look if you are questioning what I'm talking about here. He just said that, well, he, in other verses, he calls and he, the sixth seal event is when the Lord God, uh, um, he who sitteth upon the throne stands up and rides a swift cloud. And when he touches the, when he strikes, more likely, more is more to the point, the planet Earth, well, this causes a, a great many things to unfold. Um, this, well, who is able to stand? Well, hopefully that's you. Hopefully you are getting the positive charge of that release, that massive injection and release of energy into the planet itself. While those that, well, then the kings of the earth and the great men and the commanders and the rich and the strong and the very, and every slave and free man hid themselves in the caves and the rocks and the mountains. And they said to the mountains, do you understand? They, they, they are now. They're in absolute terror. Before, before this day, well, it was just business as usual um, until uh, a certain event takes place that causes God to move. Now, uh, for this episode, we're not going to look at that quite yet, but. What I wanted to point out that 
this 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 particular verse, these particular verses right here, pretty much thwart any idea that there is going to be anything standing. Uh, coupled with Isaiah, the 24th chapter, he's literally talking about, well, he's going to split the earth open. Um, now, the location was revealed by uh, my friend uh, Matthew Miller, who did this uh, great amount of work uh, biblically, and uh, shows exactly where God's going to do this. And for time, um, let's see if I can one of these. I, I'll see if I can couple uh, another. Well, we won't. We won't do that. We'll maybe I'll get him on here and we'll talk about that together. But for this episode. Um, this literally, uh, God's going to split the earth, um, well, underneath the Pacific Ocean as we know it today. Now, um, that is biblical, what God says he's going to do. This actually falls in line with so many other verses that he talks about that, uh, well, a, gives the earth a new atmosphere, um, and uh well it does it does a a great service to us that he does this now the reason is is that he stands the earth straight up now we talked about this in previous episodes that the earth used to be on a zero degree axis and it was his judgment during the flood that kicked us on our side at a 24 uh 23.4 degree axis um or uh, from the uh, galactic uh, plane, or from zero, it would be uh, from, well, subtract that from 90, you would get 66.6 degrees off of that plane. Um, so, all these numbers are there for your edification, so that you can realize that what he has been telling you all along is that the earth itself is going to grow um, in dimension, it has to. Um, this also, well, he talks about there's going to be drag or, um, well, a reduction of drag upon the earth as right now, as, as we rotate, there is a great amount of, uh, well, there's a lot more force on it because of the wobbling. Now, in this chapter, he talks about that the earth will wobble to and fro like a drunkard. Now, why would he say that? You know, this is not figurative. This is actually literal. That if he was to stand the earth up right now as it stands, as, as it is, well, we, we would literally fly apart. We wouldn't have... Uh, we wouldn't have any hope of doing so, you know, if, if, when he does this, when he does this event. Um, in these verses, he's giving you all the data that basically what he's going to do is split the earth so that our fat spot is, well, it's, it's in the wrong place. It's fine for 23.4 degrees because that's where gravity and 
and everything has moved this this uh, to the equator. But once he stands us up, it would be like, uh, well, it would be like, uh, what do you call those, a top, you know, as you spin it, um, I'm trying to think of, or a gyro of, of some sort that if you were to spin it, and, you know, as a child, I remember that of just taking like a top or something and spinning it, and you just watch it just balance, right, on its axis. But let's say you had a little piece of chewing gum, and you took it out of your mouth, and you, not a huge chunk, but just a little piece, and you put it on the side and went to spin that top, well, it would distort. It would it would wobble to and fro because you now had weight in the wrong spot. This is why he says the earth will wobble to and fro like a drunkard. It's It's going to be... Well, that piece of gum or that fat area in the equator is now going to be in the right spot, in the wrong area. And, well, he's going, everything's going to have to realign itself. This goes with all, oh my goodness, so many verses that talk about the crooked places being made straight, the low places being made high, the high places being made low, that he will straighten everything out. This is what he is talking about. He's also talking about the bride being made sinless, um, just as he is talking about a, well, a circumcision, um, not only of, well, I guess would be of all three uh, factors, the mind, body, and soul, um, that you are blameless before him, that you are spotless before him, um, that the wrinkles are smoothed out. He's going to do the same thing with the earth. Now, this sounds terrifying, does it not? This should also bring us in remembrance of the Exodus in, uh, I believe it's Exodus, what, uh, Oh, goodness, 12, 13. Let me see if I can go there really quick. I got so many tabs open here. Uh oh, I just hit something I shouldn't have. That wasn't it. Um, I think I just closed it. <laughs> All right, give me one second here, and I'll cruise over there and uh, look at that. But I'm pretty sure that's Exodus 12, 13, if I'm not mistaken. Let's go and look here. So, let me pause. Okay, close but no cigar. Um, let me uh, let me go back over there. It was Exodus. What I was thinking of was twelve twenty three. I don't know if that's what I said or not. I thought I said twelve thirteen, but uh, I knew there was a, a three in there somewhere. Uh, for the Lord will pass through and smite the Egyptians. And when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two posts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to come into your house to smite you. And you shall observe this event as an ordinance for you and for your children forever. So, um, ha. Huh. Where are you going to be? What's going to be going on? Uh, this is one of those times that, well, you're going to have to 
while this is going on, you're going to have to trust. Your faith will be in Him and in Him alone. Now, it sounds awful what's going to happen. And I know that everyone says, no, we won't be here for this event. Um, but let's uh, let's go forward here a little bit. Okay, so let's, like I said, let's go forward just a little bit here. Uh, let's see, where was I? Uh, Revelation. Well, I'll just start with uh, 12. One, a great sign appeared in heaven. A woman clothed with the sun and the moon under her feet and her head. A crown of 12 stars. And she was with child. And she cried out, being in labor and in pain, to give birth. Then another sign appeared in heaven. And behold, a great red dragon having seven heads and ten horns. And on his heads were seven diadems. And his tail swept away a third of the stars of heaven and threw them to the earth. And the dragon stood before the woman who was about to give birth, so that when she gave birth, he might devour her child. And she gave birth to a son, a male child, who is to rule all the nations with a rod of iron. And her child was caught up to God and to his throne. Then the woman fled into the wilderness where she had a place prepared by God, so that there she would be nourished for 1,260 days. And there was war in heaven, Michael and his angels waging war with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels waged war. And they were not strong enough, and there was no longer a place found for them in heaven. And the great dragon was thrown down, the serpent of old, who is called the devil and Satan who deceives the whole world. He was thrown down to the earth, and his angels were thrown down with him. Then I heard a loud voice in heaven saying, Now the salvation and the power and the kingdom of our God and the authority of his Christ have come. For the accuser of the, of the brethren has been thrown down, he who accuses them before our God day and night. And they overcame him because of the blood of the Lamb and because of the word of their testimony, and they did not love their life even when faced with death. For this re reason, rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the earth and the sea, because the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, knowing that he has only a short time. And the dragon saw that he was thrown down to the earth. He persecuted the woman who gave birth to the male child. But the two wings of a great eagle were given to the woman so that she could fly into the wilderness to her place, where she was nourished for a time, times, and half a time from the presence of the serpent. Now, we're not... I'm not sure if I had talked about this before, about Karaz Rebellion. And uh, 
maybe we'll do that on another episode because in 1215 here you get that same picture. These are isochronal events, meaning that, well, everything that happened in the Exodus is exactly what happens in Revelation. Let's go back and look here. Uh, if I didn't get rid of it, uh-huh. there we go. Let's see. So, uh, this is, well, you know, as I was talking about uh, Revelation, the sixth seal, we also talked about uh, Isaiah, the 24th chapter. This is actually, and I talked about uh, the earth reeling to and fro like a drunkard. Now, now we have to look at what that does to time. This is why you have uh, on one side of this, you have 1,290 days, and on the other side, you have 1,260. You have a dividing of time. This is exactly the same thing as when, well, the Red Sea is divided. This is the same thing. Uh, you have the ten plagues. You have the uh, seven seals, and then you have the sea divided. You have time divided in in that uh, influx where we're given a bunch of calculations of time that really don't make sense and that's what God is trying to say is that time itself while the earth is reeling to and fro and like a drunkard you have to understand that in order he's going to use centrifugal force to straighten things out so that means that the earth is going to be speeding up and slowing down in its rotation so you're going to have days that seem very short and days that seem very long um, and uh, there's going to be some discomfort some disorientation but you will be fine um, basically you'll just <laughs> have to ride this out just as the children of Israel had to ride it out as they crossed the Red Sea as you cross this threshold of time <clears throat> as he you know explained here that well let's go back to uh, Revelation but the wings of the great of of the great eagle were given to the woman so this is the angelic host so they cannot be in two places at once so we see okay and there was a war in heaven michael and his angels waging war with the dragon and the dragon and his angels waged war so basically they're keeping them here there there's there's no longer a place found for them in heaven um, I don't believe I've talked about the replacement of them, but they are replaced. That number is replaced, and we will talk about that in uh, upcoming episodes. So, in your mind, you should be saying, wait a second, one-third is thrown down. Um, I thought that God said that his creation in Genesis was good. Uh, that means that everything is accounted for, that there is a a, a perfect number and this is why he gives you uh, two sides of the coin of well this this uh, how do I say that um, well this replacement gang if you will that they are 
well, those of the first fruits and those of the first resurrection, they are, well, the replacement of these fallen. Um, he says he's going to rule with a rod of iron. Uh, this is that rod that he's going to rule and reign with, uh, Christ, meaning uh, when I say that. Um, so, kind of lost my place there. <laughs> so, the whole thing is, the whole point of this is to show you that, yes, you're going to be a witness to a great many things. But just as the children of Israel uh, were a witness during the Exodus, you know, that was the whole point. Let's go back and reread just to make sure that uh, we're understanding this. Uh, it is an, let's see, oh, where did I go here? Exodus, Israel. Uh, <clears throat> no, that's not what I wanted. Let's see, 12, there it is. Uh, let's see, for the Lord will pass through to smite the Egyptians. And when he sees the blood on the lintel and on the two doorposts, the Lord will pass over the door and will not allow the destroyer to come and uh, into your houses and smite you. Now, um, like I said, we're going to talk about these two sticks, and this is actually pertaining to one of them here. Um, as you shall observe this event as an ordinance for you and your children forever. Uh, when you enter the land which the Lord will give you as he has promised, okay, a place that has been prepared for you, this is a promise to you that you are going to be protected. And yes, you are not magically going to be taken away, but the angels are quite real, um, and they are going to, well, pick you up and uh, take you to a place that has been prepared for you. And if you would like more information on that, I suggest you go to, uh, I believe it's under uh, either According to the Scripture or the End Time Tribune. And Matthew and I uh, have done a plethora of shows now on that very thing of the relocation event and the possibility of, well, those locations, uh, which is really exciting and really interesting, and, and I hope that it's a blessing to you that it gets you excited. It, it Every time uh, I read this and look at these things. I, I think about those episodes, and those are under celestial somology. And you can find those. Um, <clears throat> and I suggest you go and listen and, and, and get brought up to speed on those things as well. Uh, goodness, um, so much to talk about. So, you know... Um, well, I'm just going to have to do more. I'm just going to have to keep pounding these out and uh, and do the best that I can here um, to keep doing these and keep getting these out so that hopefully uh, as you read, I'm, I'm hoping this helps. I'm hoping that this helps to make sense to you that that all these things that, that God has told us, this is imperative to our arcs, that um, these arcs that, well, encompass 
our hope that this this knowledge this understanding really of of what he has promised that he is no matter what he's going to take care of us that we are going to be provided for just as the children uh, as they crossed into the this threshold as we cross time and we cross into a place or a promised land that well once again we will be uh, under the care of the well lovingly call him the exodus angel the pillar of fire by night and the uh, pillar of smoke by day that we're going to have to know everything that the children of Israel knew as well because we're going to be tested on all these things that uh, well your clothes will not wear out in this place um, you're also going to be more than likely uh, given manna to eat you'll be provided for and uh, well we're just going to have to well prepare ourselves at that time because once time is set in this in a new time when the earth is now no longer reeling to and fro like a drunkard and and time is now set we are now in the place that has been prepared for us and time resumes and we're going to get back to uh <clears throat> maybe uh well maybe i can sum it up just a little bit in this episode that time will be different uh when the earth stands up um i don't know if i spoke about drag on this one or not on the earth but uh anyways that he talks about a, a drag or a field being reduced so that actually our rotation will spin uh speed up um, we will no longer be uh, 24-hour days, but uh, he says that he will strike one-third of the day and one-third of the night. That is for that very reason, that, um, well, time itself will be equal uh, day and night. Uh will more than likely be 16-hour days and 360-day year. Uh, is 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 what we'll be looking at. You know, eight hours of light, eight hours of darkness. Um, as the Earth rotates, uh, we will no longer be under. Well, the well, the inhabitants of the Earth will no longer be under the. Uh, well, the ultraviolet rays that we have today because we're not under a perfect uh, cloud cover and we'll talk about that in episodes to come as well so much to talk about so much to discuss and so many exciting things to to discuss i i hope this is exciting to you i hope it's not depressing in any way that this is something to actually look forward to that you know this this reign of tyranny um that uh, this 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 slavery that we're under in this well he he calls the the earth at this time uh, in dire straits or uh, he likens it to Sodom and Egypt and which translates to dire straits so <clears throat> this is well this is something that's going to come to an end and I for one am looking forward to that I am. Well, it weighs heavy upon me the the 
injustice that seemed to continue almost unchecked, um, these things will not be permitted any longer after he stands up and rides a swift cloud and impacts the late great planet Earth, well, we should be really longing for that day. That 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 is the day that justice is served, and justice will no longer be tolerated whatsoever. Um, it will be dealt with swiftly. We'll be under a completely new manager, if you will, a, a, a just and loving, well, our king that we should be longing for if we are in the bridal procession. So, like I said, I sincerely hope that this has been edifying to you. Um, if you have questions on this, if it's not making sense, and uh i will do whatever i can to help i will uh and i will continue to get more of these out uh i do enjoy this platform um this arc building <laughs> look i love you and more importantly he loves you and he has proven that in every way, shape, and form. And you will be, if you are longing for him, and you are longing for your brideship, you really have nothing to fear at all. So with that, take care. And God bless.